Don't fly too close. You might get burned. Get a curse today on. I was going to sing Sarah McLaughlin. We'll get a copyright strike. <laughs> Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Press Be to Cancel, your favorite retro podcast, at least for the next 10 to 12 minutes. I'm I am Sick Jake. I'm your host this week, but I'm joined, not alone, no, I'm joined by Chard Monk. How are you doing this week, Chard? Doing all right, man. We are deep in the threshes and thralls of purchasing this home. So as you can tell within my eyes, I'm dead inside. <laughs> but we're working on it. <laughs> when you're dead inside, you know you're a homeowner. <laughs> That's how that works, right? That's right. You give me lots to look right. forward to. As we're, we're both buying houses in the middle <laughs> at the moment, and it's been uh, rough, to say the least. Yes. It has um, so this is a pre-recorded episode, and that's exactly why we're doing a few of these pre-recorded episodes, is that Chard and I are both moving at separate times, plus everybody's freaking busy uh, during the year. So hopefully this helps fill out a couple of Fridays. But the game we're talking about, though, is one that we've been trying to do for a while. We've just been so busy. Yeah. But it's a game that, Chard, you played it recently, <laughs> last year. <laughs> about a year <laughs> ago, yeah. But a year ago, it's, it's, yeah, it, to Jake's point, we were trying to like I was in the middle of finishing it up and we were like, let's just throw this together real quick. This will be a nice, yeah. you know, talk about it since it's still fresh in our minds and it's not very fresh anymore. But we still really wanted to talk about this game. So yeah. here is going to be a, a a year, a year in reflection and a year. Retrospect a year. On, yes, because uh, we've been doing nothing but playing rounds of Kid Icarus again and again because <laughs> the game is so awesome. It, it yeah. is. So here's the thing with Kid Icarus. It came out in 1986. I don't remember if it was Black Box NES game, but it was very close. It's one of the earlier titles of the system. I think it's a. I don't think it's a black, but I think it's it's like a gray box. But it still has yeah. the same. It has the same artwork of as the Mario, and the and the Metroid, where it's like, like that pixelated like sideways. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it was definitely early. So same engine as Metroid, which I didn't realize until we was looking up this episode. Uh, but it couldn't be more different. Whereas Metroid's this this sprawling labyrinth, the maze, which you can take any way you want, any direction you want to go, a lot of exploration. This game is more, more of a classic NES game, right? It's it's. I was going to say a side scroller, but not at first. <laughs> it's not at first a side yeah. scroller. It's it's definitely it's a platforming game for sure, and it starts out as a. What, how do you even describe vertical? the first level chart? I'd say like a vertical, a vertical climb through platforming. Right. There you go. But there's some really clever aspects built into this game that I didn't realize as a kid until probably way later that the screen is a wraparound, and they yes. and they utilize that as you're as you're climbing up this, you know, climbing up this tower, these towers because there's I think there's like three of them that you start out with, right. I was always like, I can't go any further. There's like this big black wall here. Like I don't, you like think the game in the is way. in a box, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Or, or the game's in a box. So your, your, your brain's just like, I can't walk anymore. And then you find out you can go through it and you'll appear on the other side. So there's a lot of wraparound tricks throughout the game that I did not realize were in it when I was younger. And it took me a while to, to learn that, that trick. And I, once I figured it out, I was like, oh, you can progress through this game. You're not just stuck at the bottom yeah. of the first level. 
in a lot of ways, it reminds me of like arcade games from the 80s, like Pac-Man, mm-hmm. for example, right? Where the, the wraparound screen, the wraparound levels is very common for arcade games. Not so much for Nintendo, but it's neat right. to see they have that. But yeah, the, the, the opening stage, which is probably to me one of the hardest stages in the damn game, is the opening yep. where you have to climb up this shaft. And, the, and what makes it difficult is there's the further you go up, the less platforms you have to stand on. And if you fall, if you miss a jump, and hit the bottom of the screen, you die. Yep. <laughs> you die real yep. quick. There's no fallback. It is it is an instant kill. If you progress yeah. too high and you fall, it's you're done. And uh, how many lives do you get in this game, Jared? As many as I want. Um, there's actually, as far as I remember, there's 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 infinite. Quote me if I'm wrong. It's again, it's been a year. I could have sworn that I could keep going. It just put me at the bottom of the level every, every time I die. Yeah. No lives, but infinite continues. But yeah, yeah, I, yeah. That's that's what I was thinking. Infinite, we there was never a point where I was like I started all the way at the beginning because I'm pretty sure that had that been the case in this game, I would not have finished it because it is brutal for at least the first three levels of this game. Yeah, the first three stages of this vertical climb, and I just when I first played this game as a kid, I never made it past the first set of stages. I didn't, and I in fact I didn't realize what this game actually becomes after the first couple of worlds after you beat the first three stages it becomes quite a bit of a different game for a stage as you enter mm-hmm. as a zelda style labyrinth i guess it's still the same size very Z- yeah very yeah. very like uh link's adventure like style artwork yeah which is like surprising for this kind of game because up to that point you're you know you're icarus you're jumping around you're shooting various enemies and all of a sudden you're in a labyrinth where you can have a little bit more of a freedom of exploration moving around and mm-hmm. much like Zelda, there's a couple of different items you can collect in a dungeon. Did you, how much? So you played it more than I did. How how much of a struggle was it getting the map to to find your way around? Oh God, I know because so so the way the game's built, it's this. I think there's like two or three main stages. So there's you know one one uh, one one two one three, and then there's like a like you said, like a dungeon stage that turns into more of an exploration. The dungeon stages were easily, I think, collectively, altogether, were the hardest part of the game. But once you pass the climbing area, it really opens up in like stage, I want to say stage two, where where it's more side-scrolling than it is going up. Because there's not the punishment of, I mean, there's pits, but if you fall into a pit, ironically, that's the character's name, uh, in the side-scrolling portion, you see it, though. You're like, oh, that's a hole in the ground. I'm not going to fall in it. But while you're climbing up this tower and you misstep, like you said, you die because you fell down into the thing. So I'm still trying to understand why a dude that has wings can fall and die in a pit. Now, we will obviously explain that a little bit later because there is there is a, a way around that, um, and that's that's the upgrades that you get while you're playing. But when you're in the dungeon finding, you have to find the map, you have to find you, you rescue little angel warriors uh, essentially that, you know, you free and then they come and help you in the boss fight of that dungeon. So however many you rescue, they will be there to support you to help beat whatever bosses you are. And the boss fights are not, they're not tedious. I mean, they're tedious, but they're not, the worst things in the world. I honestly, the first three levels to, to my rem, to my knowledge and my remembrance of this besides the stupid eggplant wizards, 
the first three levels are the hardest thing in this game. And then you get into the dungeons that become fairly difficult, but it's... <laughs> the, the damn... It's the goddamn eggplant wizards are the worst, are the absolute worst thing in this game. <clears throat> I'm on mute. So, yeah, the dungeons are are definitely tricky. And in the dungeons, for the most part, the enemies are very much similar to the vertical scrolling levels you just did or the vertical shaft levels you just did. But then you do come across these stupid eggplant wizards. So you want to explain why they're pain in the butt? The eggplant wizards will, if they hit you with their magic, will turn you into an eggplant with legs. <laughs> but the problem is, is that it doesn't wear off. You have yes. to go find a hospital somewhere within the dungeon to get healed. Two things. One, you can't attack. You can't do anything but run. That's it. Two, it costs money to heal yourself from being an eggplant. Three, you get money by attacking and killing things. So if you don't have any money and you've been eggplanted so long, I mean, you can't do anything yeah. about it. So it's 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 bad. And I, I died numerous times in the dungeons from getting eggplanted and then just trying to find where the stupid hospital was um, yeah. or the map and unlocking the area so I knew where to go. But like first, first I, off, yeah. why is there even a hospital in a dungeon? <laughs> Explain that. To me. Why is there a hospital in a, a damn labyrinth? They didn't even have rate. hospitals I back don't, then. I don't know. Good coverage. They have good health coverage down there. Bizarre. I don't know. I mean, I if you're so. working as an evil creature for someone, they probably should provide health care at some some <laughs> juncture. So maybe that's why. I don't know. It's part of the benefit package know. of being an eggplant wizard. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I, I mean, <laughs> low lighting, dangerous spikes, but damn, if you get the health insurance, it's pretty good. Hey, you know, package. I'm fully yeah. covered down here. It's fine. <laughs> I could yeah, trip and I, roll I, an ankle and just be perfectly okay. <coughs> I, I can't stand those eggplant wizards. And half the time when it happened to me, especially early on when I was playing through this game or trying to play through the, the early stages, I just had myself die. I didn't even bother. Even if, if I somehow knew where the hospital was, odds are I didn't have the cash available to do it and to heal myself anyway. And it just, it was brutal. The, the, you know, make it so that you turn an eggplant and you're slow to move or something, but make it so you, you can still attack. Taking away the ability to attack, just it just it just you might as well just kill you, honestly. Because the, the stages of the rooms in the dungeon are jam-packed with enemies almost 90% of the time. And if you are eggplanted and you're far away from the hospital, which you usually are, navigating multiple screens to get there, it just feels like an impossible task. It really is a cheap it's, it's a cheap rough. way of killing you, honestly. I, I mean, if you're going to take away the ability to attack, honestly, just make it make it temporary. Don't make it permanent. Like, don't make right. it like you have to go and figure the thing out. Just make it temporary. I don't know how many times, like, like this, like this, the Grim Reaper guys that summon the little dudes when they see you. Yeah. When he stops dancing, they stop coming. Right. So you're like, yeah, okay, do the same thing. Be like, I got hit once, or or maybe try and get hit again so it reverses it. Kind of like getting toad casted on you you can cast it again and it will take it away you know <coughs> but two, two toads makes a right yeah exactly two toads make a right i like that where's the live by yeah it's 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 a bizarre it's a bizarre take and i wonder if it's something they originally designed that way or if just something that kind of slipped into the code and that's what they ran with because it, it is aggravating 
the other thing about these these dungeons is you there are there are items you need to to navigate the dungeon. There's a map, right? But the map is just one part of it. If you want to see the path you're taking, you need you need a pencil. Why do you need right. a pencil to map? I don't know. But then you so also you want a torch. Sketch it. You know, so you, yeah. you so sketch you your way see. through, I guess. Yeah. So it's not so much as a map as a blank piece of paper, I guess. And then you pick up the pencil right. and you can you can make a map. And then the torch, I think, shows your location on the map, if I'm not wrong. I, I believe so, yes. Yeah. yeah. So the dungeons aren't very long, but you have to get these three items if you want to like find where you're going and find all the secrets. Um, I completely forgot about the the cherubs or the angels that you save. You're right. You mm-hmm. they totally do help you with the boss battle. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's the whole reason why you collect these hammer power-ups throughout the games, the stages, mm-hmm. is you use those hammers to bust the statues and free the angels. Which is something right. that doesn't feel very clear to you when you're first doing the first few Nothing stages. Nothing about this game. Let me explain something to you about this goddamn game. So when you play a Nintendo in the 80s, and you're our age, you play Legend of Zelda. When you play Legend of Zelda, your life has hearts. So when you're <laughs> low on life in Legend of Zelda, and you bust open a pot or a cut open a bush or whatever, or burn a bush, you get hearts out of it. That heal you up. What's the first thing that you get when you shoot these snakes, Jake? You get hearts. Hearts. Yeah. But does it heal you? No. It's money. (laughs) You use it to buy things, not to heal yourself. And it feels like the wine is what heals you. You have to find jars or jugs or barrels of wine to heal yourself. And they are few and far between. There's not a lot. So... This is one of those games that holds the moniker of NES hard very comfortably within itself. At least the first few stages, yes, because your life meter is just a barest of slivers when mm-hmm. you're playing this game. And you're right, the wine, the wine which heals you, which is pretty funny. Although, honestly, to be fair, to be fair with to you, if you're in a dungeon that is this difficult, I probably want a barrel I'm, of wine too to get my ass through. I'm, it. I'm drinking. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Like, I don't think so. <laughs> but it is weird that hearts is the currency for buying items. I don't get that at all. So yeah, but there is shops in the game. Um, mm-hmm. I did realize that there was a trick. So there's shops and shopkeepers. Sometimes the prices are quite ridiculous. But there's a trick. There's a cheat you can do on. I think it's on controller two. If you mm-hmm. mash A and B, you actually have a chance of lowering the prices in shops. I did not realize did that until way that. after time I beat it. I did hear about that. I did hear that trick. Yeah. Um, but they don't explain. They don't explain a lot about this game. I'm sure if you read the instruction manual, which if if we could pull, if we pulled that up, we could be like, oh, there's some information here. But I didn't realize that there were upgrades in the game, which you know you you find and get there pretty easily. But I actually know um, a streamer that played this game with no power ups and beat it because he didn't know that you could get power ups in this game. So <laughs> he hard mode and he beat it. I mean, it was he was beating he his beat head against planet. He did. Well, I think you have to get the wings because you have to fly. He did something. No, I'm sorry. Let me rephrase that because I'm falsifying this information because you have to have some of the power ups to play through the end. But as far as I know, he made it to the like the end where you can get the power ups to progress and do the the last mission because you have to have those things which i think you get from the bosses anyways like you are granted those as you play i think so Um, yeah they're like the rewards from buying the bosses but like upgrading the arrows getting the fire arrows the jump uh features all that stuff yeah health bar didn't get any of that 
he, he didn't realize that you can go and do all that stuff. So more power to you. It, it can be done. I wouldn't ever do it, but it can be done. Um, like but once I've, you start free hearted Zelda before and it's been fine, <laughs> but I would never try and do minimum life run in this game. It's ridiculous. But, but like I said, when you have more of a health bar, this game becomes a heck of a lot more forgiving. And that's why it's a weird, it's one of those rare games where it's super difficult in the beginning, but after you get the power-ups, it becomes more manageable. And I, I would say it's not even a hard game to beat. Like once I got past that first dungeon and you went mm-hmm. to the side-scrolling sections, night and day different in terms of difficulty. You have a little bit more health. There's no stupid, you know, false, you know, falling down a shaft and dying instantly. Sure, mm-hmm. there's the same enemies and there's a lot of them, but it's a lot easier to manage. And yeah, this is this is an interesting game for that. Um, the items, the upgrades that you do, the weapon power ups and the life bar upgrades, those were tricky to get from understanding. Weren't they something tied to something like uh, you have to grind a certain number of kills in a stage? Is that what it was? They, the internet may burn me down for this, but I'm going to take a stab at it. There are mini games that I know of that are in each location where you would go inside a, right. a house and there's for <laughs> I think for the um, power up like to get stronger feature it's like do this mission without getting hit and you or without dying or whatever and it's these spinning blocks that just fly around you and they're right. they're just flying at you and you got to figure out where they're at and by doing once you beat that I think you have a selection where you can upgrade your your uh, your bow and arrow becomes more powerful. I I think uh, there is also areas <coughs> where you can get um, fire arrows and some other cool like upgrades for your uh, for your bow and arrow as well too. But I believe the mini games is what um, allowed you to get more power. And I think there was stuff like you said. I think it's the same thing for the health, if I remember right too. Yeah. And I think there's, I think there's like <clears throat> potions you can get that will refill your health. And there's a barrel you can use in stock with potions. So this, that this is one of those games where is a lifesaver. I yeah, love I that bet. barrel. That was the best 500 hearts I spent in that whole game. And the thing is too is with that is if you have that, and you die in a stage, you can get a password and use that password the next time you play. Like this game is live or die by the passwords. The passwords can literally make this game a hell of a lot easier. So if you are struggling trying to play this game. Honestly, look up a password that gives you a you know, barrel and a bunch of fill, uh, health refills. Um, although I got to say the password system is much like Metroid. For anybody who's done a password in Metroid, you're going to just beat yourself trying to remember the, the enter those letters in. The letters are so confusingly similar, it's gross. This has the same one. Although they call it, uh, what do they call it? Words of power or sacred words instead of passwords? I think so. Because isn't the isn't yeah. Mike Tyson kind of the same thing? Like you have to put in the the, the weird shapes and words to get into the other uh, stuff no uh, punch out was like uh it's an eight digit code i think no 12 mm-hmm. digit code but at least it's but it's only zero to nine this one had like upper and lowercase letters blue and green it's, it's awkward that's okay stupid um, yeah, nintendo stupid. why well i mean that's why? the thing though right why do you Not hate had battery backup right so much nintendo why why do you hate us so much actually i do wonder if this was on the uh the famicom disc system i have to look that up because the disk system in Japan actually let you save your progress on the disks, right? So a lot of the games that we have passwords for didn't have passwords over there because you could save to the disk. Because you could save. Have to check it, this game later. seems like this is the type of game that would require a save file to get through it, other than a password. Yeah, it, its difficulty 
the spike of the difficulty is literally at the at the beginning of the game. Like if like Jake said, if you can get through the first like three levels of the game, rest of it seems to fall into place fairly easily. The dungeons are still yeah. stuff still tough, and there's still those stupid eggplant guys you got to fucking deal with. But but the rest of the game just kind of really feels better and better designed. Like they should have started with this and then maybe, maybe put the towers at the end that you climb for that extra peak yeah. and then do the, the last little bit. Like the dungeons, like you said before, the bosses are, I mean, they're, they're hard, but they're not, they're not impossible. They're just not right. your usual pattern type style of bosses. They're definitely not like Zelda or Metroid. Or they like just to phase sponges. into the wall and come out the other side and you don't expect it. You're like, Where'd he go? And then you get hit by a stray rock and you die because it phased into the room and you were like, oh, that's stupid. So is that what that, happened to you was, when you played through this? Yep. Yeah, yeah. There was there was a point where I was like, I'm kicking this guy's ass. I got I got underneath him and I was hitting him, you know, and he's when you hit them, they like bounce, right? They yeah. move around on the screen when you shoot them. And then he phased out and I just was like, okay. Cause he went literally went through the wall. <laughs> And then came out the other wall and hit me with, I was, I had like one hit left on he and him and he hit me and he got me. And I was just like, this is horseshit. There was a lot of rage that day. Yeah. Oh, and this is the kind of games that would cause that. But I did watch this before this episode. I watched the speed run. Uh, somebody was doing, I can't remember his name now. I feel bad, but uh, he has a record for best ending run. So you're basically going through the game pretty much legit, just being mm -hmm. really godlike good at it. And how he took care of the, the the first boss was he got right in its face and was shooting it. And then when it bounces high enough, you go underneath it and you just keep shooting and it can't touch you or not right. as often. And he just took it down like it was nothing. Uh, yep. So I always love those kind of runs. Whereas beating a game legit, just you're so good at it. He was amazing. Every jump was just the vertical shaft was nothing. It just right. wild to see. That's like crazy. this is a game where once you've mastered how to play it you could run to this game i mean his record was 30 33 minutes so this this yeah. is not a very long game when you're good at it i guess right right no like there's a, definitely I I, once you get the feel of it you can you can turn and burn on this thing pretty quick yeah. <clears throat> i think my playthrough when i finally beat it it took me two and a half hours i think i mean multiple mm -hmm. sessions but it was about two and a half hours for me to beat through this game that's I don't remember how how sounds how accurate to mine. This one, that's about yeah. right. About two and a half hours with with multiple play sessions. I think I think we started it one day and then we came back at it the next day from scratch and just got you know got into the groove and it and it took me about two hours I'd say to beat it. Were you doing <clears> retro achievements for this one or no? It was just play. No, I was just playing a standard. Yeah, this is one of those games as a kid that you're like, um, I'm watching a playthrough and the goddamn. <laughs> the eggplant guy just showed up. Um, this, is, <laughs> this is one of those games when I was younger that everybody was like, everybody was playing and I really wanted to beat it, but I was so bad at it as a kid. And as most of you know, I'm not a very patient person. So in games like this that take a lot of, take a lot of, you know, focus and patience in them that I've grown into as an adult. Um, yes, I'm more patient as an adult. Shocking. It's pretty rough, but um, I wanted to give it a shot. It's like this, and you know, of course, Zelda, uh, Super Mario Two, the original Metroid. Like those games were games that I always wanted to finish, and uh, I played through a good majority of my wish, my retro wish list. Um, and this one just happened to be on there, and I don't know why. There's never been a day where I've been like, you know, you know, it's a great game, Kid Icarus. We should totally. <laughs> this is one of my all-time favorites. It was just like I couldn't. 
beat it when I was younger, and I really just wanted to give it a shot. And I felt the same way about Mario too, where I was just like, I couldn't get it when I was younger, but we're gonna we're gonna attack it while we're older, wiser, and more proficient, and have better hand eye coordination. Yeah, that's like what Sinister says. Remember berries? Like do you, do you, nobody ever says. You know, you remember that? Yeah, Kid Icarus. Yeah, yeah. Let's play some Kid. No, nobody ever says. Let's yeah. play some Kid Icarus. It's always you like come over and play Kid Icarus. No, no, I don't. Yeah, no, I'd never. rather get my teeth drilled. Thank you. Yeah, no. You, as a kid, you visit your friend's place, and they happen to have this cart. Why? Because somebody in their family bought it for them, and they're stuck with it because they only got one game a year, and they got Kid Icarus. I mean, they they got lucky because it wasn't Superman, because everyone loves Superman. <laughs> Unless you're yeah, it's, <laughs> yourself it's, it's a hard ass Superman. <laughs> it's like Superman on the NES is a Chemco classic. It's, everybody should play it, and then play Kid Icarus afterwards. I'd I'd yeah. agree with you. There's certain games from the NES era that are kind of like that retro cred, the retro credibility, the games that you mm-hmm. always should have beaten. That's why we have that Sisyphean challenge we've been doing for two right. years now. We pick those games where we know we should beat it because, you know, we had it, we rented like. it, or we just know it's possible. We've seen people do it, and we just feel like we should be able to do those games. This is right. one of those games. That, I think for me, especially the, when you're in a retro, right. when you're in a retro podcast, you should probably be able to at least maybe not be great at it, but complete most of the game if not all of it so right. that's well, and that's, that's and that's, that's why i'm so surprised when i did beat and i went through this game how dramatically different the rest of the game is i always, i yeah. just thought this game was the vertical shaft and nothing else yep. i really thought that's what it yep. was because metroid had a but lot I mean, of vertical segments right right and look at like bubble bubble which is literally nothing but falling down a shaft into each kind of sectional yeah. room right this is how that felt to me i i love bubble bubble it's one of my favorite kids game as a kid but that's a good one you know you don't <laughs> you don't know because you're not aware of it and then it opens up into this what seems for a Nintendo game this vast world of oh my god it's like an open world game oh my god i'm outside now doing this yeah. stuff before and it's it just kind of changes the whole you know aspect of the game it's it's kind of neat yeah it's a neat it's a neat game and i'm i am sometimes i am surprised more people don't talk about it i know it's not on everybody's favorite top 10 NES games ever list, but I am surprised there isn't, hasn't been more of it. There was never a sequel on the NES for this game. I, th- I believe there was a 3DS game, Kid Icarus Uprising, I think it is. And I, I've is never that played that 3DS? One. Yeah. I thought it was on the Wii because it's basically like a shmup. It's, it's like, but it's is not it? top okay. down. It's, it's, it's back forward, you know, you're flying as Kid Icarus and you are going through and dodging all kinds of stuff. I don't know if it was, I want to say it was on one of the, it's like a GameCube system or a, or the Wii system because it's, it's, it looks pretty good. Like it looks pretty decent. Um, It might've gone to, um, it might've eventually made itself to like DS or something like that. But I was pretty sure it was on one of the newer, the the more newer systems of that time frame, Cause, (laughs) cause they put pit in smash at at one point and i think it was in the gamecube smash did, yes um, yeah and i was like i was thinking to myself i was like why would pit like you haven't seen pit since 1986 like where is this coming from at least at least samus Aran has several games leading into smash you yeah. expect mario to be on there like even sonic the hedgehog which was eventually purchased by nintendo from sega was in the damn game but why was pit why is pit in this game Oh, because he's got another game out called Uprising, and it's this like shoot 'em up, uh, back flying kind of game. 
though Kid Icarus Uprising was 3DS and it, was, it wasn't okay. on uh, the yeah. I think there might be a Switch version rumored but yeah it was just on 3DS I remember the 3DS version because uh, the there was like what, five versions of the damn 3DS system and right. it ended with an analog stick on the right but when it first came out it didn't have that so there was an, actually an add-on you could get for your 3DS to put a, an analog stick on the right and Uprising did use, use that uh, analog nub so that's how I remember that one. But yeah, I never did play it. But outside of that, you're right. It's Smash. And it is a weird choice for Smash. You also have um, Palatina. So it, the story, we never really talked about the story of this game. The story in, in Kid Icarus is the goddess Palatina is kidnapped by Medusa and Pit is off to save her. Right. So Palatina is actually a character in Smash as well. So it's kind of interesting. They 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 dug deep for some of those characters in early Smash games. I don't I don't understand why. But Bro, uh, I guess you can't I'm, only be <laughs> Watching Uprising and it's freaking Space Harrier, is what it is. It's <laughs> literally, it's literally Space Harrier. Like, yeah, it's the same kind of concept where you're flying towards everything and you're shooting the stuff while you're flying at it. It's very, very like you fly around the screen, but it's like Star Fox, but your pit instead of your pit. Star Fox. So it's it's quite quite interesting. It looks like there's some aspects of like first person kind of play in it, but it feels a lot more. You know, space harrier type, type kind of game. That's a multiplayer. Yeah, that's too. interesting. <clears throat> like, yeah, they, I mean, even I look at other games that might be kind of close. Like Blaster Master is kind of that feels a lot has some similarities to Kid Icarus. Kind of. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's interesting. There was never a sequel. I don't know. Yeah. I, I wonder how well this sold back in the day. Maybe it didn't sell so well. I guess. It, I can't. I don't know. I you know, it just seemed like everybody had that one. Everybody had a card of Kid Icarus, but never talked about yeah. it. it was almost like the child that you just never wanted to speak of at, di- at the dinner table but everybody knew about it everybody knew kid icarus and that's i think of my member berries as sinistar would say brought me back to the thought process of you know i've seen this game at everybody's house when i was a kid growing up i've played it i've played it in the past it's very difficult why haven't i beaten this yet you think by now i would have yeah. gotten this one under control <laughs> I've never even like I never even saw beyond like you said like the first three stages. I didn't I didn't know there was a side scrolling yeah. section. We didn't discover that until we played it on stream, and I was like, "Wow, there's like a whole nother. This feels like there's a whole nother game in this thing." So it's um, it's pretty cool. I I like if it's you, not if you had told me there's a map that. in this in the game, a dungeons and maps and pencil and yeah. like all that kind of mechanics. I thought and stores and shops. I would have thought yeah. you're crazy that this is the different you're game you're talking about. I didn't even yeah, realize this is yeah. not Kid Icarus. Not my kid. Drink a little bit too much of those barrels of wine. Yeah. <laughs> it's wild. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Every kid growing up had this and C Cross in my neighborhood. And the C Cross is another weird random NES game that a lot of people had. It was like a, a motocross a sci-fi motorcycle race game kind of hmm. thing. Okay. But I don't understand I I why it was this and, and that. So it's interesting. I don't know. It's I mean, there I don't know. Was Kid there a lot of choices back in 1986? I mean, you had Mario, you had Duck Hunt, you had the games on the power pad, right? You had probably you had Metroid. But I mean, you had Zelda. But what else? What else? I mean, I'm sure oh, there I'm, I'm not saying there's like there were five games in 1986. Don't don't come burn me down Twitter and YouTube for that. No, there's but I mean, that, but <clears throat> but but how many like were popular games that were out there? And it looks like I was I think I was wrong about these these spinning blocks give you I think the life and then you can go just find the arrows somewhere. There's something with the spinning blocks that give you the upgrades. I'm I'm totally 
I got mover brain, so I'm sorry. I'm sorry, YouTube. I'm totally like new house brain right now. So I'm trying yeah, to. If, some, we had, if, if we had, if we had done this a year, yeah, give me some give bangers. Some, give me a list of some of the team best wrestling. Teams. You were tag okay, team yeah. wrestling. Chubby what, is that the guy? Is is that the like the ones that were the like the little pink dudes and he had like what looked like a fish fin on his head and he had the I O mouth. So. Yeah, yeah. Okay. There's the chibi style squat wrestlers. Yeah, who had yeah, two yeah, guys. yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let me see. Yeah. Ninja Kids. Oh, 1942. That you want to talk soundtracks of the year? 1942. Banger. That's that's a banger of a soundtrack. Banger. I so you had Ghosts and Goblins, Gradius. You okay. had you had okay. games. You had games. But you're Ghost right. Ghosts and Goblins I mean, was another one that was in everybody's house that no one could finish. Nobody ever beat, or they didn't beat it the second loop. The second loop yeah. was probably the the decision factor for a lot of people you're like what now i gotta do this again fuck no <laughs> right and that's and honestly that's another one that's on my list of like i feel like i should i should give that one an attempt after beating super goals and goblins which is honestly i give that game a lot of shit but super goals and goblins is pretty fun it's pretty cool what you figure it out but yeah, that I've last boss when you have to do the second really awesome. the second loop is ass i'm channeling my in, my inner <laughs> sinistar the second loop is ass it is terrible but because you got to use that stupid goddamn bracelet that you have to find and uh nothing else works but <laughs> if you play with the bow and arrow which is usually my weapon of choice for the last boss because of the homing portion of it right. you just hide in the corner and hit him so it's easy mode when you do it that way um but yeah i don't i i need to i think i need to fire up classic ghouls and ghouls and ghosts and give that one a shot <clears throat> it's hard. I, so that was one of the games I was debating for my Sisyphean game for this year. And because I was playing a fair bit of it and there's mm -hmm. infinite continues in ghosts and goblins. So it's, 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 right. it's like Holy Diver and a few other games where it gives you that false sense of hope because you can keep picking up the stages as you go, or like keep continuing and keep it, keep trying it's, but it sucks because it's a game that when you hit a part where you just can't beat or you're tired and you want to give up, but the game won't let you. It won't kill you. Yep. You have to physically step away from the game and walk away. And that's that's difficult because you feel like yep. a failure. <laughs> you didn't yep. just die. You gave up. So right. that's that's the problem with those kind of games. And Kid Icarus has that to a degree too, but at least there's passwords. Yep. Yep. Yeah. So I don't know. <clears throat> it's not a bad game. It really isn't. And and no. if anybody gives it a lot of hate, you know, in nineteen 86 this is still got some good stuff you got the you got the healing springs so there's like as you're progressing through the game you can find what looks like sand but it's a spring it's a healing spring and and you can and you can get your health back while you're running around so if you can't find you know your wine or you don't have enough hearts to purchase the barrel there are other ways to uh, yeah i feel like you're going to total wine and more uh just to survive this game but i mean there's there's other <coughs> aspects that add to this game that make it that make it fun and make it good. Like the 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 Groucho nose creatures are stupid. They're those little mini games suck because um, they'll 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 eat you alive. But I don't know this this game is I I give it a solid like five or six out of ten. Uh, it's it's not yeah. awful, but it's not the greatest game I've ever played. But I I you know if challenged I would be willing to to maybe chase some achievements for this game if I needed to. Yeah, the 1985-1986 NES titles, there's a lot of great stuff there, but you really do have to frame it as that was that was the era. That was the period early NES couldn't be more different than late late era NES. Like looking mm -hmm. at games from 85-86 versus 90, 89-90, mm -hmm. 
so dramatically different. Like, I mean, that's yep. why I know you guys shit on Circus Charlie, and that's fine. But it was an early ass NES game. It was also a Gray Box title. And like mm-hmm. I keep saying, well, look at that. You have different stages with different gameplay. How awesome is that? Kid Icarus is the same. You have right. multiple stages. There's only four of them, but or four worlds. But there's quite a bit of different gameplay, right? We didn't even like, there's a flying section at the end of the game for fuck's sake. Yeah. Like, there's the yeah. shops and different different ways of, of gameplay in the same title, same cart. That wasn't that was unusual for early arcade games, right? Most arcade games was one single screen. That's all you got, right? You knew that game mm-hmm. within five minutes of what you're playing. But seeing stuff like this is awesome. Like even even the original Mario Brothers, Super Mario Brothers, which is like a legendary platformer, all the stages look the same for the most part. I know there's Underground and Bowser's Castles, but it's the same <laughs> damn game and same the game color play. palette. They basically like when you yeah. get to the level that's a black sky, you're like, oh my god. We've never seen anything like this before, you know. It's it's, yeah. but it's the same damn thing. It it, it really is. Yeah. I mean, but what do you expect for for what you have back there? You know, this isn't yeah. this is an Elden Ring. I'm sorry, I have to get my Elden Ring drop every episode. <laughs> um, it's my challenge for the remainder of the year. But you know, it's still it's got some good aspects. It's got an ice level in it, like everybody's goddamn mother had in an NES game. There's a freaking ice level in it, and fuck every ice level ever made. Um, does it have ice physics is, though? Like, it do, does. Was it slippery it and sliding? Have, yep. There was. <sighs> why did it's not as bad? It's that? not. It's not Mario too bad. It's not Ice Climbers yeah. bad. It, but it there is it there is a little run ahead when you when you go too far too fast. Um, yeah. I didn't find myself sliding off a lot of the platforms. I didn't. It's not the worst ice level game in the world, but it is an ice level game. So, um, <clears throat> but it's a small section. Yeah, Mario two is like, definitely worse. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, without question. Um, yeah. But I mean, it and, and it and there's a lot of like positional stuff in this game too. Like, like I was saying, if you go just far enough and you fall in the first tower level, and there's a platform still there, you can land on the platform right. and like half of your body will still be sticking out and you won't die. So you can climb back up it, but it has to be within. I guess like the box, the hip, or something. The, yeah, 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 exactly. So, and there's there's stuff where you're jumping on platforms to get to the next area, <clears throat> and it looks like you're phasing through it instead of on top of it. Like, there's just some weird pixelation. You know, it's, it's probably some kind of you know speedrunner trick on some of these things. For what it looks like, like you can exploit it for whatever reason if you needed to. Yeah. But um, you know, it That's has definitely it, it has its faults. Yeah, because yeah. like Metroid again, Metroid is the same engine, and one of the fun speed speed running tricks in metroid is if you you get yourself stuck in the the bubble doors and you can kind of warp your way up the map mm-hmm. so that's what mm-hmm. it feels like that's what it looks like to me when i look at glitches and kid Icarus. so that, that's cool right all right well i mean like i said this is not a bad game i think it's i think it's a great game to play just keep in mind of the era that it came out in like this is the early nintendo era and when you compare it to fucking even circus charlie i think this is better in terms of the very vast amount of gameplay the soundtrack is kind of catchy yeah Good it's got some good enemies. tunes. Yeah. It's not like it's not a banger of a tune, but that last level. Yeah. <clears throat> the cool thing about this this game is, you know, when you beat a boss, you get a power up, right? I mean, you get power ups throughout the game when you go to the stores and the shops and whatnot. You can you get the you find the arrow power ups. You get uh, life levels up from doing uh, tasks or not tasks, but challenges in one of the rooms. Um, but you also get you get a helmet. Uh, a big shield, shield, uh, yeah. S- super wings, and then like super arrows, right? 
but you never get to use them. Like at first, you're like, when do I get? Because it's like Zelda, you know. I got I got yeah. the Triforce and I found the hook shot, you know. And now I'm going to use this to do whatever. But you never see that upgrade that you get from the boss. And I was like, why am I getting these things if I can't even use them? Well, it's because you use them at the end. At the very last stage, you it's a flying stage, and you get to use your wings and you have your your super shield and your helmet and your badass arrows, and it's a <laughs> it's like it's a shmup, R-type. basically. It's a shmup, yeah. yeah, exactly. It's but it's not a brutal shmup. It's not like with Jesus Christ. It's not a bullet hell, but it is definitely a shmup um, to yeah. the extent. And then you go and fight Medusa, which is a giant. Sorry, spoilers. Is a giant wall with one fucking eye in it, and these snakes that come out every now and then and if you and she screams at you and you can use the shield to 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 reflect the scream back at her and cause damage to it it's a pretty cool little like it took us a couple tries to get the fight down but if you can if you can time your floats within certain spots it's pretty it's pretty easy to get her in the eyes but it takes like jesus christ it took like a hundred shots man i felt like we were there for for freaking ever trying to (coughs) Yeah, the the bosses of this game are definitely damage sponges, and it just it does take a lot of arrows. But at least they're not hard to figure out. And yeah, this whole this whole last stage, the smup sequence, is actually really fun to do. Like you said, it's not that hard, especially when you compare it to what you've played already. And it's just another example of the game gets easier as you go. But it's different. At least it's ever changing, which I, I appreciate. So right, right. Yeah. And I don't remember. Does this game have loops, or is it just like? You know, you can get the bat. I know there's like four, three or four different endings in this game that you can get if you do things correctly and you get all the right stuff. And I think there yeah, are loops the- because there's there's a, a shop that's at the very beginning of the first stage that when you walk into it, when you first play, there's nothing in there. But if you go in during a second loop playthrough, there's like the best upgraded arrows that you can get in the entire game. And you oh, have really? to finish the game mm. to go back and get it. It's an achievement. I was looking it up. You... I may or may not be wrong about that. I, I thought I I thought I'd read that somewhere. Um because yeah, you go in this room and there's nothing in there when you first start the game. But when you play it a second time and you go through, then there's a guy who's like, Oh, you get like the purple arrows or some shit that are like the best arrows in the game. <clears throat> like I I know that um some of the rooms are empty if you don't get enough kills in the stage, I think it was. That that's the thing mm. with this game. They don't like we said before, they don't explain a goddamn thing how to play right. this game. I don't even know what the manual looks like. I should look it up, but this is one of those games where you just, I don't know how anybody figured this shit out as a kid. I really don't. I know there's Nintendo's yeah. hotline at some point later on, but those early games, man, if you're a stock, how the hell do you figure this stuff out? It's quite brutal. I feel like every game has a graveyard in 1986 too, by the way. <laughs> I really do. I, it's it's just funny because I'm still I'm watching a long play of this of this game through it. I, I I'm remembering all these stages and I'm like, oh yeah, there's like a graveyard in here too. This looks like oh, the graveyard man. from from uh, Ghouls and Ghosts and and uh, or Ghouls and Goblins, whatever they called it in the Super Nintendo and and uh, Zelda. I mean, it looks like all the same kind of stuff. So it's pretty neat. I think Metroid was the only one that didn't have like a genuine graveyard in there, but I'm sure something was dead that you walked over in that game. I'm sure, yeah, the player. <laughs> but yeah, that's the tropes, right? Graveyard, right. ice level, desert, forest, underground cave. It's, mm-hmm. it's the same tropes that got reused all the damn time. The right. only thing this doesn't have, it doesn't have a water level, which is probably for the best, but it doesn't right. have a water level. You could consider yeah. the flying level almost a water level because it moves like that's you're true. in water, essentially. I mean, yeah. if you think of it that way. Yeah. So. I don't know. 
All right. Well, I guess we wrap it up. But again, just to finish off with, definitely a game I think everybody should play. If if you're an NES fan, this is something you should at least try and give it at least past the first world. Because that dungeon gameplay is is something quite unique to see. And it, it just feels weird playing dungeon, but from the 2D angle, even though mm-hmm. it feels like Zelda. It's interesting. It's it's um, cool. Right, yeah, uh, definitely. Yeah. Definitely give it a shy. Don't don't be too afraid of it. It once you get the groove and you feel it out and you get past the more regular annoying stuff. It's not like Battletoads where you're literally kicking your ass every single day trying to get through the stupid game. Oh yeah. It's it's like you're like, all right, I got a feel, I got it figured out, and then you get past that climbing, and then it's it's literally smooth sailings from there. I think we beat the the, the last two stages fairly quickly because I was like, oh, oh so yeah. all of this makes sense to me. So it's yeah. a, it's a good game. <clears throat> yep. All right, uh, Chard, tell folks uh, where they can find you. I'm over on Twitch, um, finishing up as of, uh, I don't know, I might be done with it by the time we we release this thing. So I I was playing Super Mario RPG, and I think I'm I'm towards the end of it trying to badge it. You're close, Um, yeah. I'm... And then I don't know. I'm I'm doing a playthrough of Final Fantasy 16. I'll probably still be playing that uh, when we get this thing released. So if you haven't come over to YouTube and seen my playthrough of Final Fantasy 16, I am doing them in two to three hour spurts. So I know that's a lot of time for some people who don't have that kind of time in their day. But it's a long game and there's a lot to it. So come check that out. It is currently at stands my game of the year um, until Sea of Stars comes out, which will probably be the only be the only contender that goes up against yeah. Final Fantasy 16. So come and check me out on Twitch. You can find me here with my good friends at Press Me to Cancel, of course, um, and moving into my new house. So we're going to be the, September, August, and September is going to be a crazy two months. So buckle up. Yeah, it's going to be a wild time. Um, and I'm Sick Jake. You can find me. I don't even want to say Twitter anymore because that place is a trash fire. And maybe I'll be dead by the time this episode comes out. I don't know. I don't know. want to use threads. I use TikTok. <laughs> you can find me on TikTok. And actually, yeah. speaking of TikTok, uh, we are looking at expanding our social media a bit more with clips in the podcast. We've got a workflow for that. So if you don't mind checking out us out on TikTok and Instagram, you'll find Press B to cancel there. Uh, and of course, check our Discord. Links are on pressbtocancel.com. And uh, yeah, some good stuff. Uh, oh, I was going to also shout out that we occasionally stream live on on YouTube outside the podcast. Wolf has been playing a couple of games. He did his uh, Wheel of Pain punishment for not doing a Sisyphean game last year. He played a couple hours of Bubsy 3D. It's a great time. Rough. Great watch rough. for viewers. Not so much for him. Yeah, that game is rough. And then he <laughs> Doesn't also count. Did a, Doesn't count because it only went a minute and 59 seconds. Or Yeah, a minute. Uh, sorry, an hour and 59 minutes. He was seconds mere seconds short of hitting that two hour mark that he was he was uh, drafted well we gotta be careful setting that rule and that standard because a bunch of us are going to be doing that wheel of pain next year so if, yeah. if the rule doom, is two, doom two three hours is even we need an official guinness book of world records timer i don't know doom three is awful we'll have to say. Terrible game. there's some games i'm going to put in that wheel that are really good i'm just watching wolf play some of these 3d platformers like he's playing croc uh, as well which actually looks like a good one yeah, he said it was better than Pepsi. Yeah. Well, but I think so is Rook now. Is low. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. Your so. expectations are where they're, you know, where they're at, right? So. Yeah. But anyway, feel free to check us out. Pressbeatcancel.com, and uh, we'll see you again next week. Actually, actually, hold on. Don't forget, Jake and I are we're we're still doing our hundred. We're not going to do it today because he and I are just trying to kind right. of weave this together. But uh, stop in every Friday 
and and hang out with us and and listen to us come up with our top 100. Um, we've got a pretty good list going through pretty soon, and I think towards the end of this year, we're actually going to have a full fledged episode to discuss the top 100s that we believe need to be on that list. Might be two, um, <laughs> my, right? Says, and uh, but, yeah, yeah, we got a lot of exciting episodes coming up that we already have in the works, and you're going to see some more pre recorded stuff just for the next couple months as Jake and I get. Uh, settled into our new digs separate houses we're not moving in together i know no. that's the question but it's no yeah, we're, yeah. we're living separately <laughs> i can never live uh in a landlocked state that uh, that chart does it just, just does not work that's yeah there's just, just a giant there, right? ocean next door you know <laughs> right landlocked that's state Jesus all right Christ. guys have a good night Thank you.